0: Welcome to Make the Shift podcast. I'm Destiny Berman, a model marketer, and a course launch strategist. After 15 years of leading large scale marketing campaigns in Silicon Valley, I left my corporate life when I realized I had a deeper calling. Now I help teachers and entrepreneurs just like you make that life changing shift from offline to online in order to create the business and life they've always wanted. This podcast will give you the roadmap and the inspiration you want and need to scale your life's work by launching digital courses and online schools. The world needs what you have to offer. It's time to make your specialty your destiny. Are you ready to make the shift? Let's go. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in today. Today I want to dive into confidence and why maintaining and keeping our confidence is so important to building a successful business. How many of you wished you had more confidence in going after your dreams, your visions, that no matter how crazy the idea felt, no matter how crazy it sounds, you have the confidence to create a plan And to create actions, to create a plan and take actions against that plan, to implement, to execute on that plan. And it doesn't matter if you are already in business and you're looking to take it online, or you're someone who wants to make a big career shift online. And I was actually just reading an article in the Harvard Business Review about confidence. And I agree with this direct quote from it very few people succeed in business without a degree of confidence. It's true. So much of the entrepreneurial path and journey is about being able to see what's not already there, being able to execute and implement and to pull all these different moving parts together in the way that's going to work. And it's why I believe that as entrepreneurs, it's so important to be surrounded by people who are positive, surrounded by people who have created results because so much of where we're living is the in between, in between what has already been created and also what there is to come. And that's why so many, so many entrepreneurs are visionaries because they're creating and inventing and innovating new ideas that are solving big problems in the world and changing lives. So going off this. Philosophy, which I agree with, that very few people can succeed in business without a degree of confidence. Then what brings up is, well, how can we create and maintain consistent confidence in our day to day? So in this episode, I want to dive into mental strategies and tips on how to create and keep your confidence inside your business, inside your life, whether you're in the birthing process, or you are in the up-leveling, shifting up process. The link to the article that I'll be referencing is also in the show notes. And here's what I've noticed from witnessing hundreds of entrepreneurs who are making the shift from offline to online, from one-on-one to -to one-to-many, from a traditional career path to one that is uniquely their own. Is that at some point in the process, regardless of how deep this is our life's work, regardless of how committed we are to the vision, we are blocked and stopped by insecurity and self-doubt, sometimes conscious, sometimes subconscious. And even if we know that this is the direction we want to go, we get paralyzed either by being pulled in too many different directions, by simply not knowing. And then what happens is we hide, we are we find ourselves hiding, we find ourselves procrastinating or delaying, and months, weeks, months, and years passes by. We haven't created the outcomes and the results that we want to create. And so we look at our life and we wonder what happened. Now for myself, developing and maintaining confidence is something that I've had to face my entire life. We could chalk it up to my immigrant roots, feeling like an outsider to when my parents moved us from the insular immigrant community in downtown LA to Orange County when they were doing better for themselves, when they wanted us to have our own rooms and to live in a better neighborhood, and also to attend better schools. And so here I was thinking I was a great student. I was going to LA school districts. I was going to public schools that weren't great. And I was very competitive and I cared about getting And I cared about being a straight A student and having accomplishments in in school. So then they bring me to Orange County, attending still a public high school, but very reputable and very competitive with uh, lots of wealthy families who their kids were going to prep schools and really working towards getting into Ivy League universities. And so here I was thinking, I'm a straight A student at the top of my class. They moved me in my freshman year to a new high school, and I was completely out of place. I didn't even know that PSAT prep courses existed. I didn't know about AP IB courses, and yet I wanted to be at the top. So I ended up doing very well in my courses, and I ended up going to University of Berkeley. And what I realized in this process, when I first showed up as a freshman, I was behind and feeling behind and left out and not good enough and not having the same resources that my classmates, my new classmates have, is one that I would have to work harder. But in addition to that, that creating confidence to stick with it was a discipline and a practice. And I didn't realize that as clearly as I did, but that's what I took on. So even though I signed myself up for the AP classes And yes, I had to work harder in the beginning to catch up. What I realized was that every single day when I went to school, I had to choose. I had to make the choice to stick with it and to take the actions that it would require to keep me in the game. And back then, it was staying in AP IB classes, getting good grades, and then getting myself into a good university. Ivy League or not, but getting myself into a top university. So first off, know that confidence is a discipline and a practice. And what I witnessed time and time again is that the more action we take, the more we get it out there, the more confidence we build. So another way of saying this is that micro actions and making progress is what gets you in practice. So there's practice in terms of preparation. But you may have heard me talk about how launches, I view launches as calculated experiments. And why I say that is because you you can have all the prep in the world, you can have all the research in the world, but it's only by putting your program, your course out there that you will be able to see what response you get, that you'll be able to make adjustments in response to what the market tells you. So it's important when you wake up each day, whether you're launching your course business or you're establishing and strengthening your course business. That you are taking actions, micro actions each day so that you are creating confidence as a discipline and as a practice. And it's in the taking actions that is what creates results and results build upon each other. So it's not about necessarily getting to that seven figure launch right away. It's about, am I building my email list every day? Do I have a consistent plan with connecting and nurturing my audience? And if that's not in place, the question is, why not? My mindset coach reminded me of something the other day that I thought was super valuable. And I keep re-listening to this message about the 1% rule. And that if you can make a 1% mindset shift in your day, that it follows the rule of compounding. And it's a daily small shifts that adds up to the big results. It's not the big, shiny, sexy, oh, I just had this big epiphany. Those exist, of course. But when it comes to long-term shifts, whether it comes to creating confidence or creating results in our business, it is that 1% progress each day, that shift, that 1% shift each day that will add to big results and get us to the outcome that we're looking for. So my first question for you is, what micro shift can you take today that will make a difference in your confidence level? If you're starting to have self-doubt or you're feeling anxiety or overwhelmed, what is one shift that you can take action on today that will make a shift inside your confidence level, no matter how small or how big? The second principle I want to bring up is that commitment generates confidence. When you commit to nurturing your email list, when you commit to showing up live each week inside your Facebook group, when you say you're going to do it and you do it, that creates confidence both with yourself, but also for your community. When you show up for your community, they'll show up for you. That's going to show in your sales. Principle number three, be willing to own your value. And in that process of owning your value, get out of your way. So focus on your purpose and connect to it in times of self-doubt. If you start to question your value and you start to question, why am I doing this? Number one, focus on why you wanted to be here to begin with. One of the questions I offer my students is, what life-changing experiences What life-changing moments led you to this body of work, led you to why you are doing the work you are called to do today. And so many times it's as simple as choosing it and being willing to have it be this way, be willing to choose in this moment. This is my purpose. And no matter what is showing up, I'm going to connect to my purpose And I'm going to connect to that thread, to that seed of why I chose to be in this life changing work. Tied to being willing to own your value is to focus on helping others create results and to be willing to look at the results. So if you're already working with clients, you're teaching students, or you have members inside your community, look at the results that you are helping them with this will not only serve you, but it will ground you. And the more results that you help others create, the more confidence you will have to develop programs and courses so that you can expand how many people you are helping. And another practice that I offer my students is if they start to feel that questioning come up, I have them go back and list out There are three top three to five clients or students that they have helped. And what were the results that have come from that? So focus on the results that you have helped others create. A subset part of that is to look at your own results that you've created in your life and to really own that. So what successes, what results have you created inside your own life that are non-negotiable wins for you? that you can really own, and to make a list of 10 of those successes without thinking too much, without pausing, without stopping. It's funny because when we start to really celebrate ourselves, you be surprised at what may come up for you. So write down and own your successes, the results you've created inside your own life so that you can connect to your own value and be willing to get out of your way. The next principle is about being willing to take risks because you may be surprised at what you find out on the other end. So adapting a posture of curiosity, of inquiry. I remember when I spoke live for the first time in front of hundreds of people, as my own brand, so not a corporate events or not a company events, but in front of several hundred people live. And it was the first time I did something like that. And I wasn't sure how it was going to go. But it was one of the best experiences that I've had inside my business because I realized I had a gift for immediate connection with people and being able to offer them laser coaching that will help them make the shift. And I didn't realize I had that gift until I took the risk of being at this event and doing something for the first time. And what I've learned from that is the more you're willing to be open, to be curious. When I introduce new marketing principles with my clients and students, if it feels right enough for them to test it out, to be curious, to be wondering what could be on the other side, you'll be surprised at what you could uncover, your own gifts, what worked, what didn't work, or trying a new content format that could be a little risky, but worthwhile to test out. And some of the best ideas and some of the best outcomes comes from trying something new and taking risk in that way. These are the principles that I'm that I'm introducing to help you cultivate and develop confidence as a practice and as a discipline. And I want to offer you some action items that you can take because taking actions and micro actions will help you generate confidence when it comes to your digital course business. So number one is to focus on one success at a time. Sometimes we get ultra focused on the launch, the launch, the launch, and we put all this pressure on ourselves. Well, what about the emails that you've grown and built along the way? We have so many students who have gone from zero to 500 people on their list. That's an incredible success. Let's celebrate that. When you create and launch what we call your passive lead magnet, so your piece of freebie content. When that gets created, when that gets launched, let's celebrate that. That's an action item that you can take. And that's a celebration when that gets completed. Learn how to run Facebook ads so that even if you are starting from scratch, you can build your list from the ground up. How can you learn to take on running Facebook ads so that you can build your audience? So that not having an audience, so that not having an email list is not the reason that you can't be out there to be able to scale your income and your impact. And finally, this is one of my favorite favorites, but if this idea of launching an online course is too much and too overwhelming, how about you beta test that as a workshop? So your workshop is a shorter form of what your potential course idea can be. And Here's what we find when our members do this, is one, you get in the game, you get on path. Two, you're going to learn quite a bit and you're either going, it's either going to affirm and validate this idea, this course idea and this audience you want to serve, or it's going to tell you, Oh, I got paid to do some research and I want to make a pivot. I want to make a shift. So if this whole course idea just feels too much, well, how can you pull it back and get in the game by launching a shorter workshop? It could be a three hour workshop. Be a one day workshop, a paid workshop, and see. Let's test and validate and see if that makes sense for you. So, my question for you is Are you willing to commit to creating and generating confidence as a daily practice, as a daily discipline? Finally, if you want the five biggest myths that may be holding you back with launching your own online course business, click on the link below inside the show notes because. It's a free under one hour training and I created it for you so that you can see the myths that are in our way and what may be holding you back if you want to go deeper and break through, not just through your confidence blocks, but also what's in the way of you creating and establishing your online course business. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today all the resources and action items mentioned in this episode can be found at destinyberman.com backslash podcast. To continue the conversation, join me in my Facebook group, the skinny launch lab. And if you're loving this episode, do me a favor and share it with a friend until next week, your destiny awaits. Bye for now.